All right, good morning, everyone. It is Sunday, September 10th, 2023. It is 10.30 a.m. here in Toronto. Marcel's over there in uh, Netherlands in the homeland. Marcel, what time is it? 4.30? Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. So here's the thing, guys. Obviously, we usually do the podcast on Monday Monday evenings. But, I, I, Marcel, I just – I honestly wanted to do it last night after the event, to be honest yeah. with you, because I was like, man, I'm like, this is just so – like, this is crazy. We need to talk about this. Um, but instead, we'll just do it this morning. Marcel, Sean Strickland is a UFC champion. Yeah, man. Pinch me. Pinch me, baby. <laughs> I, when you say, here's the thing, I already had to laugh, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, man, crazy, you know, absolutely crazy. <laughs> Dude, the, the event was over, I think, like 6.45 a.m. over here, you know, and I've been awake till 8.45 a.m. to watch the presser afterwards. Normally, I never watch the presser. This time I watched it. I waited to, to Sean Strickland uh, arrive there. Man, nuts. Who would have thought, man, to be honest, you know? Um, yeah. What can I say? Just you you start, man. You start. <laughs> I mean, I, I usually I'm like, hey, Marcel, how are you doing? How was your weekend? But I'm like, let's just fucking get in this. By the way, Monster Energy, Hans Bowling Camp. We got to start tagging them in the tweets, man. We have to. They got to sponsor us, dude. This is crazy. Come on. I know, honestly. Um, I usually like, Marcel, how was your weekend? How did Ajax do? By the way, I told you I moved to uh, Ajax now, right? Remember I told you about that town? No, you did it. <laughs> I did. I moved here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a town over from where I used to live. And uh, I know it's your favorite soccer team. But anyways, yeah, I mean, wow. Like, just un- unbelievable, Marcel. Un- unbelievable night. Um, let's just get into it now. We're going to get more people jumping in the chat as, as we go along. Um yeah, I mean, what a what a fucking crazy sport. What a fucking crazy night. <sighs> There's a lot of things you can take away from this performance, but first and foremost, let's just give credit where it's credit's due, Marcel. Sean Strickland looked fucking incredible last night. That was seriously one of the most single, in, singly impressive performances in UFC history. Like, he went in there, Marcel, for five rounds in a fight that most people thought he would lose. And not only did he win, but he dominated the fight. He absolutely dominated this fight. He made Izzy look like an amateur. Unfucking real. I mean, we all knew. I mean, I wouldn't say all of us do, but me and you knew Strickland was good. You know how high I'm on Strickland. I talk about it every fucking week. On, I'm like, man, I love Sean Strickland. Uh-huh. And still, I thought ah, it's a bad matchup for him. The odds are a little high, but it's still a bad matchup. I can't do it. And then he goes up there and fucking dominates. I'm just, I'm in shock still, man. I got to be honest with you because it's not just. It's like it's not that he's just won. Like he could, like that's the thing with with MMA, right? Like you, sometimes you'll see a guy get a knockout or something or submission. Yeah in the first round and you wonder like how would that have played out over a long period of time that's it yeah in this case no marcel we actually got to see it play out for five rounds and he fucking dominated so give me your thoughts man bro also first of all i gotta give extra credit to eric nixon as well dude that that man is like a fucking genius you know um yeah what, what what can i say man i mean the funny thing is like after the fight i said like uh you see if sean strickland keeps himself to the game plan it works and then he says in the press or like the game plan was to wrestle i was like oh so he didn't get this game plan <laughs> but uh yeah man i mean he he knocked him down man in the first round i don't think anybody knocked is he down in his career because his only his only stoppage loss was against, standing uh standing uh tko against Pereira. let me double check that because i actually think you're right i just want to double check and you, sir, are correct. Is first time Israel's ever been knocked down in MMA. Now he was not obviously knocked down and knocked out in, in kickboxing by Pereira yeah. as well. But in MMA, Marcel, and what he has, how many fights? Twenty-seven I'm fights. Sure, first yeah. time he's been knocked out, knocked down. Unbelievable. Keep going. Um, yeah, man, absolutely crazy. I, I think um, 
I think the second round, I think that was Adesanya's best round. I think I gave that one to him, you know. But man, Strickland took over after that, and he had the more impactful shots in, in the fight. Uh, he was uh, pushing the pace. He did well. He won four to one. I think all Can judges we... had it right. So I was I was actually happy all judges had it right, in my yeah. opinion. So, yeah. uh, man, what a fucking win. <laughs> oh, wait, was there, was there, I, I got to say it, wasn't there at one point DC was like, Oh, I think it could be three to one each way, and then maybe possibly one to three, like for like three to one yeah, but, for for Izzy. I'm like, what is he talking about? Like, yeah, but we always wonder what DC is talking about. Let's be honest. So. <laughs> Even though Dana's at the press conference said he's amazing. I mean, I thought Laura Sanko did a good job. Though. I thought she was great last night. She did. That. It actually it's sucks. For, it sucks for DC that he was next to Laura Sanko and not to Rogan because <laughs> you you hear he was extra bad. You know, Sanko did really good. I want to get some comments here, guys, because because we got some really cool people in the chat. We got hype in the chat, and knew what a fight. We got USA in the chat. We got our boy James Lynch in the chat. What's this up, is the James? real James Lynch. What's James, what's up, man? Good morning, brother. Seven thirty a.m. for James. He's probably just getting up. He's probably got to get his kids ready for. I think he said <laughs> your son's going to hockey, right? Today, James. That's awesome, man. Let's let's keep going here. Uh, da, 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 da. Is the weight cut too much now for Izzy? Um, I mean, I think so. Probably. He, we'll talk about Izzy in one sec. I just want to talk about Sean for a sec. Uh, yeah, no, I think he did say James, didn't he? Didn't he say Marcel? Like it was like it could be. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm yeah, not either sure. way, it doesn't I, matter. I, but... I have I have two streams on. I have the US stream on and the Dutch yeah. stream on, so it's do really you, hard for me to. Do you think you could have scored it three to two instead of four to one? Is that no. possible or no? I, I I honestly think that Strickland won won four rounds. You know, and the thing is, like people say, uh, Izzy was moving in and out. He was uh, getting distance and counter shots, but that wasn't enough for me to score it for Izzy. Yeah. You know, yeah. in my opinion. I, I think Strickland won four rounds. You know, yep. if, I th- if I thought it was close, I would say it, but I really yep. think Strickland won four rounds. Yeah, I think the only round that Izzy won was the second round. And I'm just looking at James. Uh, man, James is a fucking beast. And I know you're going to pump out some crazy content today, James. I know, by the way, I just wanted to give James a, a shout out because he did the, uh, he did like an instant reaction stream last night. I, I, I honestly wanted to jump on with you, James, but I was like, I was pretty tired because, uh, you know, it's not, it actually ended earlier than usual, but I wanted to see that uh, post fight press from Marcel. And they, man, it took a while. For uh, what's his name, Strictly to come out there at last night, Marcel, and then of mm-hmm. course Israel didn't even talk. Yeah, Bearman. Okay, so he did give credit to Sean. He did give credit to Sean, but he did make some excuses, I think, for Israel as well. And they kept saying like, "Yeah, if we fought this fight again, we're going to win, dominate." Like he wasn't listening to us in the corner. It's like maybe he just couldn't pull the trigger anymore. I got to be honest with you, Marcel, and I know people are going to probably criticize me for saying this, but and it's just one fight. I guess it's just one fight. But like Israel, he looked horrible last night it looked he looked like a shot fighter last night he looked like washed up last night again it was just one performance and marcel he might bounce back in this fight look amazing again right because he's, he's done that before remember when he lost at blahovitz i know that was at 205 but still that he dropped down one three straight fights and was like destroying everyone right so uh, at the same time though he has lost two of his last three fight <sighs> he has two, lost two of his last three fights he got knocked out by uh, Pereira, and in the rematch Pereira was tooling him up before he land, landed that counter shot Israel's just not the same guy right now, Marcel. He is 35 years old. I'm turning 35 this week, guys. Like, you do start to slow down a little bit. I understand he's a professional athlete. Like, I get that. But at the same oh, time, fuck. he's in a combat sport. This is his, That was his 27th MMA fight, Marcel. Plus, how many kickboxing fights has he had? He's taken a lot of damage. He doesn't look like the same guy to me. Give me your thoughts yeah. on Izzy, because I thought he looked like shit, honestly. Bro, you're such an old fuck. You're going to be closer to 40 than 30. I know. Isn't that, I know. <laughs> my, my, one of my buddies here, he's, uh, he's born in January. He's turning 36 in January 2nd. And uh, I'm like, holy shit, dude, you're like, you're 
closer to forty than than whatever. So yeah, but I always have to. I always have to think like uh, you know Gordon Ramsay, that that cook from uh, from yeah. Of course, he's like, what's forty? Forty is the gateway to fifty, or fifty is the gateway to sixty. Before you know, you got a free bus pass. <laughs> By the way, guys, I got this new headset from work. Let me know you got if it's better sound. If not, I'll switch back to the iPod headphones. But uh, let me know what you guys think. Marcel said it sounded cleaner, so I'll yeah. keep it for now. Um, let's, um let's, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Izzy. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm like, listen. Uh, I, I think Izzy's, uh, the, the Izzy's dominance is over to that middleweight, and I don't say that because I think Sean will keep the belt for a long time. I don't know, you know. But you got like Drickus is coming up as well, you know. You got if Kamsat wins against Costa, you got Kamsat coming up as well. So it's like you got a lot of more contenders. Izzy didn't look good, you know. And Dana said like we're gonna do an immediate rematch. I'm honestly like, dude. He lost three, two of his last three title fights. You know, we don't need to see an immediate rematch. Give it to Drickus. You know, Drickus deserves it. So I'm like, yeah, we'll see. You know, and for Izzy, I mean, in the cage, he was really respectful, I felt, to Sean. You know, he was. Um, but like, man, but post fight press, I was like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know, it's like, you, you got to be, listen, man, if you win, you got to be a good champion. But if you lose, you got to be a good loser as well. And this yeah. was like, really weird to me but hey it's so uh, i don't mind i mean it is what it is and uh, dude I i'm happy we see some uh some uh, we might see some new stuff in the middleweight division because i felt like the division although listen man let's be honest the division was kind of dead you know with Pereira adesanya they got Pereira in the ufc to to challenge adesanya but besides that adesanya was pretty much knocking off everybody you know so knocking off every every challenger and uh, it's crazy that Strickland actually was the one here that did it. So, yeah, great. I agree. Let's get some more comments. Um, I just can't admit they didn't have a good thing. I completely agree. I mean, they I, they completely overlooked Sean. They probably thought this was an easy fight. Like, it was a joke of a fight. Like, it was a short training camp for both guys, right? Mm -hmm. That's the other thing. Like, because the UFC made this card, remember, and then they had that Drake's fight book, which we yeah. all talked about, like, why did that – that fight's never, we probably will never see that fight now, to be honest with you, Marcel. We'll probably never see Drakus and Izzy. I can't see how we'd see it. Um, and because they, they had this card booked and they couldn't change the date, it was like, Izzy, you have to fight. And I'm sure he was like, okay, I'll take Strickland, who's an easy fight for me. And it didn't turn out to be that way. Hey, Antoine, what's up, man? He says, where's the rank on your all time championship set? I mean, I think it's, it's, it might be the biggest. Like, I understand, like, by the odds, I think Holly Holm and, and Matt Sarah were bigger, but. I don't know. It's right up there. I'd say top three. Top three of all time. Is that fair, Marcel? Top three? Yeah, I would think so, man. I think um, probably Sarah GSP still tops yeah. it, I would say. Yeah. Um, the, th the thing is, like, with this one, and my, when, when I look at the fight, I was like, I don't see Sean winning this fight. You know, yeah. that wasn't my, my thought. So it's pretty high up there. But the same goes, listen, with, with Grasso Shevchenko, I didn't see Grasso beating Shevchenko at all. I, I couldn't see it. And yeah. she did it as well, you know? So it's, it's there also, you know? And back in the day, I remember, and now if we look back at it, not anymore, but Hanan Barrao against DJ Tosh. I, I was just about to say that one too. This actually yeah. reminded me of that one. I just It just clued in my mind. This yeah. reminded me of that one as well a little bit. Um, nobody brings it up anymore. Because... Pardon? Nobody brings that up anymore because no, everybody no. knows where Dillashaw went and where Barrow yeah, went. Where but, went. Yeah. but at the time, Back man, then. remember, uh, what's his name? Joe Rogan's like, this guy's a monster. I think that yeah. was the whole like thing, right? The whole uh, marketing strategy, calling him a monster. Get some more comments. Is just, I completely agree with James. Why is he getting, like, okay, they haven't confirmed it, but Dana said, yeah, he's probably going to get a rematch. I, I, It's just because Dana and Hunter Campbell are, are shitting their pants now because they're like, fuck, we, we don't want this. As Sean says, how does he say it, Marcel? You got the clip? <laughs> 
uh, oh, he was like, damn, dude, now I'm thinking about it. Um, for or Dana and uh, and Hunter are probably uh, back, backstage. Like, how the fuck did we give this retard to fight for the belt? You know, <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> too funny, man. Yeah, I know. He's uh, he's one of a kind. I dude, I love Sean Strickland. Like, guys, I watch all of his interviews with Helen Yee and the Schmo. Every, like, he does Same. honestly does one like every week <laughs> with them. They're gonna definitely do it with them. Like, good for them though. That's the thing when you build these relationships, and now these guys become champions. Like, it's huge for you, right? So that's huge for them. I know James has interviewed Sean Strickland before as well. I know Cole interviewed him. I, I got to be honest. Like, guys, I, I actually watched this. James, I don't know if you, you're in the chat, James. UFC um, 171, Hendricks versus Lawler won the first one. He made his debut against Bubba McDaniel on the prelims. I, and I watched this card with James and Brad Tashchuk and uh, a few other friends um, back in the day. And... I was like, who is this guy? I'm like, this, pro- this guy's a pretty good prospect. Like, who is? Because he went in there and submitted a veteran, right? And then if you look, here's the thing about Sean. Marcel, he's fucking good. Like, he's 15 and 5 in the UFC. He's not a bum. It's not like he's like 6 and 7 or something. Nah. He's 15 and 5. He fought Usman. He's fought Pereira. Like, he's fought champions, you know? And the guy's at middleweight. His only loss is, really, his only loss is to Pereira. Because on I did score the fight against Canada for him. So... The guy's great, man. There's no doubt about it. Strickland is just—he's actually smart, you know. He—he he makes you think that he's just like uh, the, this Joker kind of guy, you know, who talks a lot and and, and just being. But he's not—he's not a bad fighter, you know. Listen, man, a middleweight—he only got knocked out by by Pereira, and he lost a close decision to Cannonier. You know, he won all his other middleweight fights. So it's like, uh, and this probably because of his stance. You know, people like to ridicule him that it looks like Akali, You know, but but he still gets it done. You know, his yeah. cardio is on point. You know, he can go five rounds, and uh, and it was enjoyable, you know, and he, and listen, man, I know for a lot of people, it's not a cup of tea, how he talks and that kind of stuff. I think, I think it's hilarious to be honest. You know, maybe I have some weird kind of humor, but I think it's hilarious, but I don't think everything too serious. So that's maybe why. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's like, I'm really going to look forward to this next coming months. How, how this is going to pan out all, you know, <laughs> like personally more so like if I, if I was a matchmaker and I'm not, obviously I'm just some dude doing a stream, but I would do him and Drakus next. Like, I think that's the fight to make. And I actually think, well, I, it's hard to say Sean's going to lose after last night because he looked amazing. But like Drakus, I think could beat a lot of guys in this division yeah. too. Like I, I, I think I was going to pick Drakus against Izzy. To be honest with you, I think I might have. So, yeah, I mean that's the fight to make. Um, but I'm with James. Like he shouldn't get the rematch. And I think you know, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think Chermayev, if he beats Costa, which the odds say he should, I think that's the fight to make against Izzy. And then the winner of that would get the next title shot. Hi, birthday, uh, happy almost birthday. I was blessed to make it that far, man. Dude, I completely agree, man. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, my birthday's on Wednesday, I want to say. Um, yeah, this has been a really hard year for me personally, guys. Like, not not everyone knows what's going on with me, but some of you guys do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've, I made it here, Marcel, 35, man, in, in a few days. So every day's a blessing, guys. You, you're not promised it, right? You're not promised tomorrow. Daniel, what's up, man? Morning. Marcel's talking facts. How grateful, dude. He sure is. He always talks facts in here. That's why we listen to the podcast with him. Considering all the things surrounding this short nose travel, Australia's huge win. It's massive. He knew this. Oh, yeah, that's top five, too. What's up, Joe? It's definitely top five, 100%. Yep. Also, how crazy is it if you think about it, man? If I'm asking my, my friends or people I'm talking MMA with, you know, they were all like, how great would it be to see Sean Strickland win? And Strickland is actually right, you know. 
people were, listen, man, and I have nothing against the fighter Adesanya, you know, I think he's amazing, you know, yep. people really got tired of Adesanya, you know, I, I really had that feeling the whole week leading up to the fight, you know, there was like nobody who told me was like, I hope Adesanya wins. And normally it's like people uh, are messaging me, I hope this guy wins, what do you think, you know, literally everybody was like, dude, how crazy would it be if Sean wins this fight? So Sean's actually also right with what he said, like, it's not even all of his fans there. But there are a lot of people who didn't want to see Adesanya win for some reason. And it's crazy to think that Adesanya is from New Zealand. And we were in Australia, so there are probably a lot of New Zealand uh, people there. But Strickland got a huge pop, man. You know, yep. so it's like, yeah, it's it's crazy, honestly, you know. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Let's get some more comments. How do you see the betting on Strickland Duplessis? I, I would imagine they're going to open it close to a pick and fight. Because I just feel like, again, Sean was like a plus 470 dog last night. So there's just not much respect for him. Um, and then Duplessis was a plus 350 dog against Whitaker. So there's not much respect for him. It's kind of crazy. You just had the two, like, I would say, I don't know. It's so hard to say. Like, everyone like, was so quickly to say that Israel's the best middleweight. Like, I still kind of feel it's Anderson, to be honest with you. Me like, too. you okay? So I'm on a yeah, there. Like, the don't get me wrong. Izzy's wins are good. They're great. But he's also sure. lost a few times, too, right? So, and I know yeah. Anderson did at the end of his career, but that 16 fight run, yeah. The pure dominance, are people going to say Adesanya beat him? Yeah, but that was after his pure dominance, you know? You got to mm -hmm. see it in, in the way. Nobody did what Anderson did with the title defenses in yeah. that weight class. So, Izzy, for yeah. me, is definitely number two, 100%, you know? Yeah. But Adesanya, or, or, or Anderson Silva is still number one. You can honestly argue with both of them, guys. So, it's 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 something you can argue each way, for sure. All right. Um. So, I mean, I think we all are. Sean sells better than Izzy, not their re reactions right i mean i don't think he's wrong especially in the states like i'd imagine strickland will fight on uh the next maybe in the next vegas card in the pay-per-view but if not because the thing about strickland is he fights often too right like he always fights so they could probably turn him around he didn't take much damage at all in this fight they might be able to get him back in there for that december card potentially you know maybe you could do a double title fight you could do um yuri and uh um what's it called uh who's yuri fighting again marcel for the 205 uh, probably Pereira, right? Pereira, that's the fight. Sorry. And then Izzy versus Strickland. That, that's what I was about to say. Thank you. James, I'm going to do video this later. Go and check out James's channel, uh, James Lynch MMA on YouTube. It, it does look By like the a way, protectium. Now James is here, man. Let me make an extra uh, ad here. The Parting Shot podcast you two did. You did one last week. We did. I, I love that one. That's Patreon only, right? Uh, except for last time when, <laughs> when it was in public. But... Um, it's Patreon only, and definitely subscribe to James Lynch's uh, Patreon. I mean, uh, I love it, and uh, that that Parting Shot podcast is a big part of it. It's amazing. And for three bucks a month, too, you you get the Discord, right? Like, and, and I think you only have to sign up once if I'm not mistaken, James, and you automatically get it forever. So, the Discord, dude, like I'm on, like I do use Twitter still, as you guys know, but like I'm in the Discord even more often these days, talking about the fights with you guys because it's like the guys we have in that channel, Marcel, like. It's it's like a brotherhood when you say Marcel, so I love it there. Um, yeah, just giving giving James some props because the guy's a grinder, man. Me and James have been friends for you know it's been thirteen years now, man. It's crazy. Everyone forgetting what Candy. That's true too. Like, listen, like the fight was close, but he did win, and then he dominated his next fight. His Victoria looked amazing. Candyer's got to be mentioned this conversation. Right, he was the backup fighter. He was at the event. He did weigh in, but because they're going to do this 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 rematch, it looks like he's going to have to wait a little bit. So I don't know what they're going to do with uh, Jared Kander. Maybe they do him and Shemayev if he beats Costa, which I think could have been the fight in the whole the whole way around. But then you also have uh, Nezardin Imovov against uh, Akram Alskarov. So that's another fight. Uh, all the Abus fans. Remember when, dude, 
it's crazy. Two months ago, everyone's like, hey, Moose is going to explode strictly. He's going to knock him out. Yeah, right. They give you his fight with the full camp. The opponent to have a shorter camp. Now they're giving rematch. It doesn't make sense, James. It really doesn't. It's just like they want him so bad as champ, but like, I got to be honest, maybe they're going to go look at the metrics now and be like, hey, you know what, guys? Strickland is a good champion for us. Radke, Kopp, and Strickland, the three games. <laughs> we'll talk about those guys in a sec. Yeah, I think Sean Smith was there watching that card. I haven't talked to Sean in a while. What's up, guys? Props to Sean. Never thought he did it. Yep. Abus fans will now say, well, Abus lost to the champ. That's so funny. It's true, though. They're going to change that narrative up so so much. Never forget, people said Strickland's bad champ. The guy got knocked up by who? Israel, uh, Aleski's, the. the Elizu Zaleski Dos Santos and Alex Pereira. So the biggest hitter probably at 185, a guy who should be fighting at 205. And then the guy, the, you talk about underrated fighters, Elizu Zaleski Dos Santos is a very underrated fighter. He's yes, very good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's a little bit of a uh, argument in the chat here. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. All right, let me get, get, uh, get through these. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I mean, it is. The, it is. It, Marcel, this is why we love it every week, right? We watch it every weekend. It's the best. It's the best, man. You know, it, it is the fucking best. Um, they can't cut referring says F word. They'll say the F word. That's true. That's funny. That's the thing. I was going to say, like I said last night, like uh, Pop saved Radke's job. All right. I, I think we're good for the main event. Is there anything else you guys want to say or, or are you good for the main event? You're good, Marcel? Yeah, man, I'm good. I mean, I said everything I wanted to say, and uh, yeah, it was it was crazy, dude. <laughs> One more shout out to the to the to the master here, James Lynch. Um, man, have a great day, James, and I hope uh, what's uh, Landon has a great day at hockey, man. That's awesome that you put him into it. Dude, he really did. I'm telling you right now, I I honestly think they were going to cut that dude, and then cop did, and they're like, okay, we can't cut a cop, so we can't cut the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the co-main event. I mean. How the fuck did Volkov not get a 50k bonus? Yeah, he was mad about it on the He was press, pissed, right? right? I saw it, yeah. right? He was he's like, he's like, oh, how do I not get bonus? I need bonus. I, I deserve bonus. I I first submission UFC. Dude, he got an Ezekiel choke submission. Like, mm -hmm. wow. Okay. Another guy, again, you talk about Strickland, a guy who's put the, the work in. Volkov too, man. Like Bellator champion. I remember watching him Bellator way back in the day, tons of fights, and then came to the UFC and at the time when he got signed, Marcel, it wasn't like a big deal, really. It was like, ah, oh, you got this former Bellator champ. He's not that good. And he's had a great career in the UFC. His record is uh, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 4 in the UFC. That's a good, very good record. And sure. he has some good wins, and he's a very good fighter. Three straight wins. He is 35. He's the same age as me. Actually, he's a, he, he, uh, his birthday's in uh, October, so he's, he's 34 still. Uh, he's going to be 35 next month. I think he's... I think he's in the prime of his career now, man. He looked amazing. Um, what do you do for him next, though? Because he's kind of in a weird spot, right? Because uh, ahead, I, give him a, I give him uh, the fight against the winner of Blades Almeida, I think. you know. Yeah, I was he's, thinking that, too. I, I mean, Volkov, after the Aspinall fight in March last year, I think he leveled up, man. He got he three did. finishes against Rosenstruck, against Romanov, and now against um, against Tuivasa. And he looked good in all those fights, you know. And I think against Tuivasa, he was stand stand up was better. Tuivasa was really looking for that one punch knockout like he always does, but Volkov way too smart for him there. And on the ground, I think he has actually multiple times moments where he could where I could uh, get the rear naked choke, but for some reason he didn't do that. And he got Ezekiel, you know. So yeah. uh, 
Amazing. Yeah, great win for Volkov, man. And he got, he got the finish, like you said earlier on the podcast. I think you said TKO, like most people would say TKO, you know, if he got a finish. And he got a submission. This is the first submission <laughs> in the UFC. So, um, yeah, good for Volkov, man. I'm, I'm happy for him. He, he seems like a good guy as well. Yep. And uh, he, he's talking English now as well. So, His English uh, I mean, is good, too. Good. Eh? I thought it was yeah. really good. Yeah, it's really good. I really like Volkov, man. He's a great fighter, guys. Like, again, I love these guys that have put the work in. I respect these guys so much more than guys that get immediately shot to the title. Um, I really respect Volkov. He's been around for so long. He's, he's a great fighter. He uh, he deserves a top top five opponent, I would say, right? So the winner of Blades and Almeida makes sense. The other thing I was thinking, maybe, depends what they do with Aspinall, really. Like, because there's Pavlovich, Aspinall, and Gone, really. Like, they could do the rematch with him and Gone, too, because it wasn't like that first fight was a complete blowout. It was somewhat competitive striking battle, right? I think, yeah, according to the, I want to see the numbers in that fight. Um, da, da, da. I, I 135 to 115. Very close for Gone. Very close. He won, but the number seems close. Now, again, he won the fight. There's no doubt about it. I'm just saying, like, the numbers say it was pretty competitive. And as far as Ty goes, three fight losing skid. Fun guy to watch, but very limited, obviously, besides the big right hand, Marcel, and the left hook. Um, I mean, we got to say, like, he lost to, in a competitive fight, to Surreal Gan. He lost yes. to Pavlovich, and he lost to Volkov. So it's like, it's right. not he, like he lost to the the bottom of the barrel, right? So yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with him. Like, I think they're going to use him as a gatekeeper, though, if I had to imagine. I, I think he's, he's a guy who can keep being in the top 10, top 15, but I don't see him like he, he got way up because of that knockout against Derek Lewis, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's top five material, to be honest, you know. So, but uh, Ty is a fun fighter, and he can make it fun with a lot of guys. And I think he beats a lot of guys at heavyweight still because he got that great power, you know, that one punch knockout power. But against the better technical fighters, he he will struggle. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right, let's go to the next fight here. Fight of the night: Manol Cop defeats Sleepy Santos. What a fucking fight! Yeah, great. Cop looked great again. Cop is so good. Cop is top five. How is he ranked number ten? He's top five in the world. And this Santos guy looked great. Give me your thoughts, Ben. I love the fight, man. I think uh, Manuel Cap uh, showed again that he's really good, you know. And maybe his, um, how do you say that, his uh, performance uh, doesn't get really rated because he fought the newcomer, you know, but undefeated newcomer. And that guy did really good, you know, that guy did really good. He gave him a good fight, uh, got like a fucking iron chin <laughs> because Cap hit him with a lot of good shots, but uh, he, he went through it. Three rounds. I think uh, I think they two judges scored 29, 28, one the 30, 27. I had 30, 27 myself. I had 29, 20. I gave the third round to DeSantos first. Okay, okay. But um, I mean, that, that was the th third round was the closest round, definitely. Um, yep. Fun fight overall. I think, yep. if anything, Cobb did what he had to do. And for Felipe Dos Santos, he showed himself in the first uh, UFC fight debut. Good for him, man. Do you do the rebooking with KKF? Or? Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. I think that's the plan because they're, they're still talking shit. They show him on the screen. I'm sure the UFC's like, go say something about this guy if you win, you know? So trust me, the UFC always plays 4D chess. They know what the next fight is, Marshall. They always know what the next fight is, you know? Even though Dana's like, we don't make fights on the night of the fight. They already, <laughs> they, trust me, they have that in the war room too. We just don't see it. There's two walls in the war room. They show the one with like, you know, matchup with the little t contender series thing. And then the other wall, they're like, okay, these are the fights we're actually going to do. Like, down bro, you see, you see the funny thing nowadays because people are picked up that when they're in the war room, they're going to zoom in on stuff. And now they're like, they have screens, black screens. That, for that happened last year, didn't it? Didn't like, remember they leaked a bunch of fights? Like, and yeah, and, remember that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, a couple comments. Rather see Sean and Drake as in Africa. I mean, that would be funny if Sean gets the first fight in Africa, not Izzy. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think the my guess was the plan to do that fight in South Africa. That was my that was my guess, like next year. 
But we'll see what happens. Like maybe they'll do Izzy and UFC 200 against Sean too. I mean, they might. UFC's booked through March for Dan there. Probably, probably not now, but you never know. All right. Yeah, that's the thing with the Tarzan thing. He actually got rid of this nickname while ago. It's off the UFC stats website, and then Bruce Buffer called him Tarzan. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that was like because he's used to saying it or because Sean told him to say it. But like Sean has said, that's not my nickname anymore. Yeah, I think but, it's, I think it's just Bruce made the mistake. Yeah. I think so too. But it was it was still awesome though. I loved hearing it. Like I mean, I remember back because he used to have long hair. Dude, yeah. Strictly used to have like long hair, guys. <laughs> By the way, Strickland's girlfriend. Oh my god! Like this guy is killing life right now, guys. He is fucking killing life, Marcel. I think we'll <laughs> agree on that. The guy is champ. He's got a lot of money in his bank account, and his girlfriend's smoking hot. So good for this guy, man. Again, you put the work in, guys. You get what you deserve. Justin Toffa knocks out Austin Lane in the rematch. Like this is how I thought the first fight would go. I mean, I'm not surprised this is how it went in the rematch. But again, I poke ten seconds in, Marcel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Lane needs to close his fucking hand. He did that thing again where he's like yeah. pawing his hand open. Like, close your hand, dude. Yeah, I mean, listen, Justin Toffa, it was a good knockout. He's four, three, and one no contest in UFC. I mean, I don't I don't think he's amazing. Like his wins are all against terrible fighters for the most part. Like Lane, Hunsucker, Adams, and then Porter, I guess, is his best win. Parker Porter's his best win. Like, so I don't know how good he really is, to be honest with you. I wouldn't have given him the bonus. I know it was a great knockout, great left hook. It was nasty. Or not left hook, it was an overhand left, actually, but I would have given the, the bonus to Volkov instead, Marcel, no doubt, 100%. And I know you agree, right? Yeah, man. And and the thing is, like, Lane, <laughs> Lane I poked him in June, and now he had to uh, travel to fucking Sydney for the yep. rematch, and he got knocked out in the first round. So there's, like, I, I really had the feeling, like, Tafa tried to put him through the canvas with those shots, you know? That's um, funny. Yeah. Man, good win for Tafa. And uh, let's be honest, an expected win. Listen, man, we have, uh, yeah. I have another, I have a Dutch podcast where we do like uh, picking fights, you know, and uh, I think like from the people who send in their picks, I think like from, let's say from the 40 people, 39 people at Tafa KO round one and the other at Tafa KO round two. So it's like, <laughs> it's pretty much like it is, you know. That's funny. All right, a couple of comments. If O'Malley loses the Chino, the UFC will look on low of star camps. Yeah, that, they're trying to build stars. Sean's their guy. And then I guess Strickland could be a star potentially, but yeah, they need these guys to keep winning. That's not Tristan. He said he lost. Yeah, dude. I mean, I Tristan. I imagine the sports books cleaned up last night because you know everyone parlayed uh Carlos Alberg and Manel Cop and Nasrat Hackbrast and Charlie Radke probably, and then this guy. A lot, a lot of people. Him. A lot of people yeah. parlayed Jack Jenkins as well. I think. And Jenkins. That's the thing though. Like, if you did get to the end, I think this is a good learning experience because these are the kind of fights where you could hedge out, you know, because the odds were so crazy that. You, only, you would have only had to put a little bit on Strickland just to get your money back, your stake back, and they wouldn't have lost it all. So it's just a learning experience. Like, I don't like hedging, but when the odds are this crazy, it's so cheap to do it that it's worth a shot, I think. I, uh, not getting Volkov bonus is nuts. I completely agree. We'd love for him to get the Stone Cold Monkey. Can you imagine Stone Cold Sean Strickland? That's, that actually is fucking awesome. That's a great nickname. Um... Next fight, Pedro uh, Tyson Pedro knocks out Antern Turkali, Turkali, the pleasure man. His dad gave him the nickname the pleasure man after I guess he caught him uh, pleasuring himself. I mean, that is just fucking, that's just so weird. <laughs> the pleasure man. Listen, like, I wasn't sure about this fight. I had, a, I, I thought it was like a coin flip. Turkali fought like a dumbass. He, like, his head was so high in the air. You think he gets cut, Marcel? This guy's just not very good, honestly. You think he gets he's, one more? I think he'd get one more, yeah. He's 0 3. Think. He hasn't really been competitive. I, I know, man, but man, he fought Almeida. I'm not rating that one, you know. Yeah, um, he, he that's fought. 
Petrino, which was a fight of the night, and this one he just fought really stupid, in my opinion. You know, fought uh, so bad. But, but he's a he's a funny guy, dude, on the mic. So he I is. think they like him. You know, okay, um, give him one more. Give him one more. Yeah, but I mean, let's let's give Pedro his credits. You know, because sure. I said last week on the on the on the podcast that I think Tyson Pedro is overrated. You know, yep. I still think. He's kind of overrated by the UFC, but he did what he had to do, and he did it well. You know, he, he tagged him. He was wobbly, and he got the finish uh, via knockout. Good win for him, man. Uh, happy for Tyson Pedro. He seems like a good dude as well. So, um, yeah, good win. Completely agreed. All right, we just got to cruise through them, guys, because I got to leave it in about an hour. So we're going to get through these this car, and then we're going to do the UFC Mexico preview. Apologies for the uh, the short notice here. It just it just worked out better that we're going to do it now. Yeah. Want to get uh, my thoughts out of the way. All right, Carlos Alberg defeats Dawin Jung with third round submission. Listen, like he obviously won the fight, but like I, I don't like I've never seen this happen where the fight ends, makes it to the final belt, and then they go back and like, no, no, the, the finish should happen eleven seconds earlier. Because here's my question: Just say that there was a submission where tap out a minute into the fight and it went to the the end of the round. What's the difference? Tell me what the difference is. Tell me. I don't know, man. I don't. It's it's like. It's like really weird, you know. It's it's it like um, the, the the thing is like I, I had to laugh because like when uh, when Bruce Buffer was gonna read it, he's like, referee Herb Dean has to call, call a stop to the contest at four minutes forty nine seconds. I like, dude, he didn't do shit, you know. Um, it was a review, and there's no problem for me to review, you know. If you if you go, if they can do that, you know, and you, they watch the review and they see actually a tap that was a clear tap, you know. I didn't see it as well on the broadcast at first, you know, until the uh, the how do you say that the replay? I I have no problem with it, but just kind of weird, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was just kind, but it's no problem, you know. I mean, I yeah. he deserved the submission win. He got yeah. to, he tapped out, so yeah, it's it's okay. I, I I get it, like, but I just think the replay was used incorrectly. Like, I I don't think that's the way they're supposed to do it. It's supposed to be like during fight ending sequences, and I get that, but like the referee is the only guy who stops the fight in MMA, so. That's the thing I'm confused about. They always say the referee don't like let go of the smish till the referee stops the fight. So I'm just a little confused by that. But regardless, Auburn looked good again. Was that five straight wins? Yeah. I mean, uh, he calls I, out Dominic Reyes, though. Come on. What a weak fucking call out, eh? Yeah, but we got to be honest, man. Alberg didn't look good in the third round, I think. I think he was really gassing yeah. until he took him down and he actually got oh. the submission there. But that wound dog is just not very good, Marcel. No, no. He's not good at all. But yeah, Alberg, I, I mean, definitely gets a ranked opponent. I, I do think Reyes is a really weak call out because he's the worst guy probably in top 15, but he wants to get an easy fight to get in there. So yeah, all right. Uh, Chepi Mariscal, your boy, the, the guy's a dog again. You know, I think he lost the first round, then comes back yeah, and second, gets that throw. And and uh, Jack Jenkins dislocates his sh uh, shoulder, I believe. Again, posting up on the ground during a throw, just not a good idea. Um, and I, uh, Keith Schillen, guy from the uh, Sure Dog podcast. I follow him on Twitter. He made a really good point because he's a wrestling guy. He's just like in wrestling, this doesn't happen as much because the, the mats are padded. In yeah. MMA, the octagon's pretty hard, right? So you will see this kind of thing happen. Um, I hope Jack Jenkins heals up very quick. He's still a good fighter. It's a shitty way to lose. But Chepe, Marcel, what a fucking dog again, right? Like the, he's a guy that it's hard to bag against because he just finds a way to win. So give me your, any quick thoughts on this one. Yeah, I like Chepe a lot, man. I said it last week in the, in the podcast. I like him a lot, also as an underdog here. Listen, man, he was. I think he was winning the second round. The first round, he clearly lost to Jenkins, you know. Um, yeah, unfortunate how Jenkins landed. But, uh, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, 2-0 for, for Chepe Mariscal. I mean, uh, within four months, he gets two wins, so good for him. Uh, got signed to use actually within three months, I think, actually. But, um, 
yeah, good for him. And he, he looked like a fun, fun, fun prospect, I think. Yeah. And it's like uh, his first fight was at 155. This was his 145, right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. looking forward to what's next for him. And he's talking about 135. I mean, if he can make that even more yeah. interesting, although that's a lot of weight to cut. Mm-hmm. Jamie Malarkey defeats John McDessie by decision. I think most of the media actually scored this fight for John McDessie. I thought it was super close, came down to that third round. I, I personally scored it for Malarkey. Marcel, very, very close, though. I I, I thought, you know, McDessie could win the fight. I, I told you guys it would be close. I knew it would be a close fight. But, yeah, any thoughts quickly on this one? I think a huge problem here was as well with the second round that Malarkey did better, but then he got he got dropped. But the thing was, he got dropped. But the, he got stunned, and McDessie pushed him, you know, and that's why I think he didn't got uh, got the knockdown officially on this on, on the stats, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a close fight, man. I would have been have a problem if it went to McDessie, you know, went to Malarkey. I think it was close; could have gone either yeah. way. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like it's not not that these guys are going to reach the top fifteen or whatever. So it's uh, okay. No, I completely agree. Um... Nazar Hackbrass, Landon Quinones. I think this would have been fighting the night if it wasn't for the Cop to Santos fight. This was mm-hmm. a great fight. I, like I was really critical of the UFC signing this Quinones guy, but I think he proved he belongs, Marcel. To be honest with you, like, and I think he's normally a featherweight. Is that right? Is he normally one forty-five? Um, I believe so. Right. Let me let me double check that. But like, he proved that he's a pretty tough fighter, man. I mean, he took a lot of uh, of shots in this fight. And I'm I think I'm wrong actually. It's not a fifty-five yeah, tough as well. Yeah. He's a lightweight. My mistake. I think the, I thought because uh, you know in top they they usually fight up a weight that uh, he wasn't. But yeah, I mean the guy's he has fought at featherweight by the way. He fought Muhammad Naimov at featherweight, so he's fought oh, at yeah. both weight classes. Yeah, yeah. But now he's a lightweight. Um, yeah, Nazrat. I mean he took a beating to the legs, but then started really landing to the head. Nazrat's a good. He's good, man. He's solid. So. Anything else you want to say about this one? Yeah, Nasrat always gets some uh, some weird ass. Uh, how do you say that? Uh, criticism from people for some reason. Yeah. I like him a lot, man. He's a fun fighter. So yeah, good for him. You want? He is. Um, Volkov absolutely got robbed. Crazy Pato, hundred percent, he got robbed. I think me and Marshall are both on the side of that. The other thing is for that last fight with Chepe and Jenkins. I'm looking at the comments right now. Yeah, it was weird because they called it verbal submission. You think that's a submission? Yeah. And then it says TKO knockout. So you know, it's kind of a a strange thing a little bit there with the verbal submission, but uh, I th- I would have called it a TKO due to injury personally, because uh, you can't fight with, with your, if you have an arm dislocated, right? So, um, Charles Radke, go, sorry, sorry. Fight of the night now. Yeah. Charles Radke beats Blood Diamond. This fight was fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> it was a bad fight to watch. The, the post-fight interview was terrible. It was cringe. Um, Radke, I mean, like I said, I, I thought he looked good in the tape, but like, I wasn't super impressed by his performance. It's hard to be impressed by Blood Diamond either. Now I got some shit for people from for my scorecard on this one. I, I understand. I mean, here's the thing. Here's my here's let me justify this. Okay, so second round clearly is Radke. Uh, clearly, he rocked Blood Diamond. Almost knocked him out. Clearly, his round third round. Blood Diamond won that round. The third round um, landed uh, landed him a lot, and then had the point deduction right. So it's ten. It, it'd be a nine nine. Comes down to the first round, and the first round was terrible. And I'm looking at the stats right now. They both only landed four significant strikes. Now I guess Radke had a lot of control time. I just Here's the thing, like when I was watching it, I'm like, uh, I just think when you're shoving guy against the fence, it's not really like effective control. It's not effective grappling. So that's why I was leaning towards Diamond. But again, I even wrote in my tweet, I was like, I, I think it's 1-1, but it could be 2-0 Radke. So like, I wasn't surprised by the scorecards. I think they're fine. I'm just trying to justify why I had it a draw because I see other people had it a draw too. I looked on anime decisions, like a lot of the fans had it a draw as well. So yeah, I saw Aaron Bronster, a friend of mine. He had a draw as well. It's not like I was the only one who had that scorecard, but I just wanted to justify that because I did get some shit for that. Maybe not my best scorecard, but again, you look at this first round, guys, the stats are just terrible. Like 
four significant strikes landed each. I mean, when it, when it's that close on paper, like the judges could go either way. And actually, one of the judges did have the first round for diamond. So, yeah, it was a it was a shit fight. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Anything else you want to say from this fight? I, I just hated this fight. I had a 29-27 for uh, for Charles yeah. Radke. Um, uh, listen, man, the most memorable most memorable thing about that fight was the post fight interview. So yeah, that's true. All right, Gabriel Miranda, that beautiful mustache, gets the uh, submission win over Shane Young. You know, Marcel, I, you picked Miranda, great pick. I got to be honest, when I saw uh, Young miss weight by uh, by what was he missed weight by what three and a half, three point seven five four yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't know if I should pick this guy. And I really, I don't like switching my pick after the podcast, but sometimes you watch the way and maybe I should. He looked terrible. Shane Young's getting cut from the UFC. Good for Miranda, though, man. Um, yeah, Shane Young's two and five in the UFC. He's getting his ass cut for sure. There's no doubt about it. I mean, the guy missed weight, too. So disrespectful, right? To come in there and miss weight in your hometown. Like, come on. Or not hometown, but, you know, the like home area, I should say. Um, Miranda, though, good win for him. And then finally, uh, Kevin Jose gets the win over Kiefer Crosby in the debut. His UFC debut. Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't hear Adesanya this time about uh, giving away 90% yeah. of the press. Hey, what was that? Um, yeah, Miranda looked great, dude. Uh, quick submission win, you know. Yep. I like I like him a lot. He's uh, training at MMA Masters. I think he's doing well. Yep. Um, and, and, like, dude, the Shane Young, he looks kind of like the big brother of Kai Kara France, but the less talented, you know. Yep. Yeah, um, no, I completely agree. Yeah. And say I mean, say was just better than Crosby. I, 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 I pretty much thought that would happen. You know, Crosby, Crosby's like an okay fighter, but I was never impressed by him at Bellator at all. You know, and I really have the feeling that he got in the UFC because the UFC wants to already like uh, pre-thing the D- Dublin uh, fight night for next year, so they need to have more Irish fighters on on the on the roster. Yeah, but, and, uh, and, and, yeah. and Connor, it's Connor's boy. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's pretty much it, I think, for for UFC two ninety three. Any last thoughts on this card? It was a great card. Sorry, guys. Again, you know, I got forty five minutes here, and we want to do the Mexico preview, so I don't have a lot more time. But any more thoughts on this card quickly? No, super fun, man. Great card. Um, out of ten, yeah. would you rate it? Out of ten, I would give it a seven point five eight. Yeah. Yeah, I'd give it. I'd give it an eight. Maybe a maybe an eight and a half. I think it was a great card. And then last question: Who stock dropped the most? And do I have to ask you? It's obviously Izzy, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, you cannot say anybody else here, you know. And who's talking up the most? Obviously, Strickland, right? Strickland and maybe Felipe dos Santos well as well. Yeah, you know what? That's the thing. Sometimes a guy in a loss will do well, right? And, and that guy looked great. He's definitely UFC caliber. All right, let's just really quickly go through last week's contender series, Marcel. Really, really quick. Yeah. Renzi Ribeiro gets the knockout win. Huge upset. Yep, Seri CD gets the win. It was a quick stoppage. I think they're going to give the other guy another fight in week 10. Dylan Budka gets the win in the worst fight in contender series history, maybe, and gets a contract, which makes no sense. Gene Silva looked great. Really liked this guy. He did he <laughs> like this at one point. You see that, Marcel? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Dion Barboza looked great, too. She gets a contract. So five contracts. There's no way in fucking hell would have given Dylan Budka a contract. I don't care if he took it a short notice and it was, uh, you know, normal, like a different weight class or whatever. Like, I wasn't impressed, but the other guys obviously deserved it. Any any quick thoughts? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, this is Dan Dylan Botka. I'm happy for him to get me wrong. But the funny thing is Dana always says, like, I don't know anything about these guys coming into this fight. I don't know anything. I just watch and I don't see. And then he's like, yeah, Dylan Botka. He actually fought two weeks ago on, at heavyweight, and uh, he was homeless for a long time. And uh, he did it. I was like, dude, you know more about him than you <laughs> You're just talking shit all the time. You I know. know? So, uh, yeah, I was happy for all the guys uh, and girl and the girl who got the contract. Listen, man, the main event, 
that dude who was like he was like a big underdog, but that other dude was like way too wild, you know, and he yeah. left, left opening, so he got a counter shot and he got knocked out. So uh, that yeah. was, I think, was LFA champion against uh, shoot the Brazil champion and shoot yeah. the Brazil champion once. So yeah, good for him. Brenton is a very strange name. I'll say that but it's like Brandon, but also like Brandon together, and then yeah, yeah it's a strange one. Anyways, yeah, I mean, it was there were some good con uh, good uh, prospects coming out of that, but I still don't like that one contract. Uh, last question. We're gonna see the last question here. We're gonna start the new podcast up for the UFC, for the Nochi UFC card. You guys see Dana was probably talking to Todd Murab. We said this thing. Can we take fights? We offer you. Yeah, probably. I don't think Dana's a fan of like Murab right now and, and Sterling because of what they're doing. Like it's it's like John Fitch and Josh Koscheck way back in the day. Remember they wouldn't fight each other, and then you also yeah. had Rashad Evans and John Jones. But remember Rashad left the camp, right? It was uh, Jackson Week. He ended up leaving. And People forget that, but that rivalry between Jones and Rashad was one of the best rivalries I think ever. To be honest with you, Marcel, no like much, I know yeah. the fight, you know, wasn't very competitive, but the the lead up to it was incredible because it was like the guy, the guy's like mentor almost, you know, became oh, his rival. But he was like uh, uh, Jones is always when he starts, he's honest, uh, on like honest, like uh, like how do you say that? Bow down, like yeah, almost, yeah. Uh, and Evans like he got that from me. <laughs> By the way, what, you sent me the video. What do you think about DC right now? Being on his fucking phone when Sean Strickland was doing his his media or uh, his backstage interview with the with the with the commentators and DC sitting there looking Small at the uh, Skip the Dishes app to figure out what to order from Popeye's chicken. What do you think of that, yeah. Marcel? Cruz is right, you know. Cruz is right. Um, you know, I, I said it. Listen, man. I always said it to you. Like I rather see DC fight than DC commentate, man. And maybe I sound like a hater, but man. I'm so really done with DC as a commentator. You know, it's it's so annoying. You know, I mean, I know a lot of people like it actually, but I don't. I just say what I think. You know, so yeah. No, I completely agree. All right, let's just end this podcast, guys. Really appreciate everyone joining us for a short notice podcast this morning to recap UFC 293. What a hell of an event! Um, we're going to do the uh, UFC Noche UFC. Let's call it right, Marcel. Um, yeah. We're going to do that preview in just a minute here, guys. Just just give me one sec. We'll set it up. We're going to go for 45 minutes. We're going to go through those fights quick. They've lost a few fights this week, so it's not like it's the, the biggest card. But yeah, just give me a second here, guys. Hope everyone takes care. And uh, just join us in about two minutes here as we do the Noche UFC preview. Peace. <laughs>